Hello, hello, and welcome to The Art of Being You with me, Rachel Wortman. You guys, this podcast is all about learning to be who God created you to be, embracing that person, and ultimately living your best life with Jesus. We've got a lot of great content today, so let's get to it in The Art of Being You. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Welcome to the art of being you. Well, today we're diving into something that I think is really helpful, both in our spiritual lives and in our careers or the things that we do that we put our hands to. And we're going to talk about our mindset and why mindset matters so much. But to do this, I want to say up front that this is not a self-help, a you know, self-improvement, girl boss or boss bro type, you know, statement. This is a God-given biblical mandate to guard our minds. Our minds direct the direction of our life. I was in our monthly brokerage meeting recently. So our real estate company, Chamberlain Realty, we have a brokerage of almost 300 agents in the Oklahoma City metro area. And we do a monthly meeting. And usually Grant brings in some sort of, um, you know, person that's killing it in real estate to share their wisdom and give some training and tips for our agents. And so on this particular meeting, he had his personal coach. He has a mentor that he's worked with for, gosh, I think at least a year now. Um, Long Doan is his name. And Long shared about mindset and specifically the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And that's what I want to share with you today. I want to do a little bit of a recap of that and then really talk about how it applies to our life as we go after the things that God has called us to. So a fixed mindset is a mentality that is results-oriented. In other words, a fixed mindset is focused on what you actually accomplish. And if you don't accomplish what you want to, then you feel like a failure. Then you, you feel like you didn't hit the mark. A growth mindset or a growth mentality in this particular arena is a mentality, a mindset that is focused on what you can learn through whatever experience that you're in. So having goals is important. Trying to achieve those goals is also incredibly important, but it's about what happens when you miss the mark that makes all the difference. In a fixed mindset, When you miss the mark of the goal you're trying to achieve, you're going to feel disappointed. You're going to feel like a failure. You're going to feel like maybe you don't have what it takes. In a growth mentality, you're going to feel like you learned something from your experience. You're going to know what to do different next time. You're going to know how to tailor your goals in a better way that work with your strengths. See, a growth mentality is all about the journey. It's about what we're learning in the process and who we are becoming. A fixed mindset is just about results. And as you can already tell, it is incredibly limiting. Now, a fixed mindset person might actually achieve goals on the short end a little bit quicker, but in the long run, you're going to find that you have a lot more negative emotional things happening when you're only uh, results oriented. So how does this apply to our life with God? Well, after I was listening to Mr. Doan share this, I was driving home and I was thinking about my relationship with Jesus. And in what ways do I have a fixed mindset with God? 
In other words, I'm not talking about, you know, concrete things I believe. I'm talking about the things I want God to do in my life or through my life. And when they don't happen, how that makes you feel. So let's bring this into the realm of spirituality. Let's just talk about the gift of healing, for example. If I have a fixed mentality, a fixed mindset related to the gift of healing, then when someone doesn't get healed, the only option is for me to feel like I failed them or I failed God. When a person doesn't get healed, when you have the fixed mindset, you're wondering what happened, right? Like like that person must not have enough faith or I didn't have enough faith or maybe God just doesn't want to use me in this way. And it comes with this feeling of sadness, a little bit of shame, maybe embarrassment, because it's like this didn't happen. I wanted this to happen and it didn't happen. In a growth mentality, let's just use the example of the gift of healing again. In a growth mentality, when someone doesn't get healed, we begin to press in in curiosity, wondering why, trying to figure out if there is a, a if there is a reason, right? Well, okay, we we go ahead and we know, well, it's not because God doesn't love us. We can settle that. In a growth mentality, a growth mindset, we start thinking through, what can I learn? What do I not know that I need to know in this process? Maybe it is a matter of needing more confidence, more faith. Maybe it's a matter of needing to know, you know, why that thing is in, like the sickness is even here in the first place. Now, side note, we can't always figure those things out, but sometimes there are real roots to the diseases and the afflictions that we have. It's worth asking the question. I hope you guys can see that in a growth mindset, what we're doing is we're moving forward towards Jesus despite our setbacks and limitations. We're moving forward, trying to get closer to the Lord, trying to get more, you know, gain more maturity, more experience. And we're using every experience that we have as fuel to propel us towards God. That one moment of prayer is not the proof of our worth. That would be what happens in a fixed mindset, right? I showed up to the line, I prayed for the person, it didn't happen, therefore I must be. That's not the way the kingdom is supposed to work. We could actually apply this in so many different ways. We could look at this like being a sinner versus a saint mindset, right? When we are in a sin-conscious mindset, what we're doing is we're elevating the problem of our sin as the most important thing in the world. Well, That might be true in how it feels at times, but the actual biblical truth is that your sin has been paid for. So it doesn't mean you're not going to do it again, but it means that to God, it's not the most important problem on the earth because it already has a solution. When we look at the fixed versus the growth mentality, we can look at the sinner versus the saint mentality and say, look, this is what it means to be a saint, right? That, that yes, we were sinners, but when we were born again, we became a new creation. And in that place... In the new creation place, we have a whole different realm to access. We could also look at it like waiting on God to move versus walking with the moving God. I was having a conversation with my brother recently. My brother is probably my best friend. I just adore him. He and his family moved to Oklahoma City to be near us. Actually, my sister-in-law is in medical school. And so they moved here. I think it's been about two and a half years now. uh, Yeah, two years now. And maybe three, I don't know, I I lose a little bit of track as time goes on. But anyways, they are here, and I love it. And 
you know, I'm in the middle of this big transition, moving into some new things, which in next week's episode, we're actually going to talk about. But uh, in that process, my brother was saying to me, look, it's so like, I I need you to move faster. I want to be a part of this with you and I'm ready. So I need you to be ready. Right. And we were just joking and jesting back and forth. And I said, look, I'm waiting on the Lord. And my brother with this sly little grin on on his face looked back at me and said, well, I'm walking with the Lord. And he's, I'm going with him and this is where he's moving. I was just laughing because I was thinking how many of us feel that way sometimes, right? We're waiting on God to do something, a fixed thing, and yet God is in motion. And I would say to you that probably waiting on the Lord and walking with the Lord do go hand in hand. They're kind of two sides to the same coin. But are you getting a picture of what I'm talking about yet? How do we break out of a fixed mindset? If you are in business, if you have a side hustle, if you are even like with your kids, you have specific goals that you're trying to help them achieve. If you have goals in your life, period, no matter what they're for, the best way you're going to achieve those goals is to get into a growth mentality, to stop being fixated on the specific results and start growing through the process. I think for me, when I began this transformation, it actually felt really scary. It felt like I just didn't care anymore, right? Like if I'm not so focused on this one thing that I need God to do for me, then do I even have passion at all? And I don't know if you can resonate with that feeling or not, but the truth is that life doesn't have an ending point because the one ending point is when we die, right? And so for you and I to be trying to chase an end is almost just ridiculous. Why are we chasing an end when there is no end except for death? So my goal has become chasing the process, chasing the journey. This is why this podcast is called The Art of Being You. We are becoming someone in the image of Christ. We are letting go of things and embracing new things. We are allowing ourselves to be molded time and time again. Sometimes the things we're the most disappointed in, the moments where we expected God to come through and he didn't, in those moments, we actually invite the enemy to come in and allow us to move backwards instead of move forwards. Well, that's what happens when we have a fixed mindset, right? We're so disappointed. We're so frustrated. We feel so embarrassed. We're so confused at God that we back away instead of push forward. You've probably heard me say this before, but in the kingdom of God, there is no parking. We're either moving forward or we're moving away. We're withdrawing from the Lord. There's no staying idle in the kingdom. It's an illusion. So when we are feeling disappointed, when we're feeling like that thing that we were wanting to have happen just isn't happening, what do you do? Here's what you do on a very practical level. This is what I want to challenge you with. Choose to grow through it. Choose to grow through the disappointment, through the embarrassment, through the frustration. Choose to grow through it. Because if you don't start getting curious, you won't grow. Curiosity and growth go hand in hand, right? We have to have the guts to begin to wonder why something isn't happening the way we think it should. When we have a fixed mindset, we're just so focused on the outcome that if it doesn't happen, then we begin to move into self-shaming, self-hate, maybe blaming other people for their part in the situation. But when we're in growth, 
When we're in growth mode, what are we doing? We're just exploring life in the kingdom. Yeah, it may hurt. Yeah, it may be disappointing. It may be frustrating. But we understand that God is doing something. He's doing something. In the kingdom of God, God works in just all kinds of different ways. He works according to what he wants to teach you. So it depends how he's working in your life is going to be dependent on what the thing is that he's trying to do in your life. This is why I harp on this question so much. God, who are you being to me today? What is it that you're doing in my life? Because that's how he's teaching. For example, when God wants you to know that he is your provider, it feels like the winds of heaven just blow money your way. It just feels like you can sneeze a prayer and someone hands you cash to wipe your nose. I mean, there's something about that season that is so glorious and the uh, the provision is so abundant. And it's because it's what God is doing. He wants you to know how generous and, and how good of a provider he really is. But when God begins to teach you something else, you're probably not going to experience provision in the same way. Why? Well, because it's not the lesson on the agenda. When God is teaching you authority, for example, when you pray for someone, you can expect that person to be impacted, right? I'm not necessarily saying they're going to be healed every single time or delivered or whatever, but you can expect the prayers that you pray when God is teaching you authority to go places, to shift things. But when God wants to teach you patience, what do you think is going to happen to those same prayers? They're going to take a lot longer. Why? Because the lesson on the agenda board is patience. So can you see how having a fixed mindset becomes an enemy of our growth with God? Because if we just want to know God as a provider, but God wants to teach us patience, we're going to be rubbing sandpaper all over our eyeballs. It's just not going to work. We have to know what he's saying for us and go down that road with him. We have to be willing to be adaptable. We have to be willing to be curious. That's how we grow. It's a really fascinating thought process, right? Really challenging. In this same little message of sorts that Grant's coach was sharing with our real estate agents, he was talking about knowing your why. Knowing your why that you do real estate, for example, having a vision for what you're doing with your time. And I left that meeting and my head was just swirling, thinking about this fixed mindset thing and thinking about what is my why? I don't think I've ever thought about that from a spiritual perspective. And I would say to you that it's not necessarily a spiritual question, meaning that, you know, what is your why for getting saved? Well, that's kind of a loaded question for most of us. It's hard to articulate. But I began to think, what is my why? Why am I saying yes to the things that Jesus has called me to? And I took a couple hours actually just processing through some different reflecting on my life, different experiences, you know, recalling some of the big moments that God has met me, all of this, and eventually came to this conclusion. For me, my why of why I say yes to ministry, why I say yes to anything God calls me to is because I'm convinced where he is is the best place for me. Where God is, I want to be. And what I began to realize was, if God is moving in my life a certain direction, I have to move with him because otherwise I begin to go stale. That's my why. I go where God goes. It's silly, I'm sure, for you to hear that. 
But for me, the most fundamental part of my heart is I want to go where you go, God, because I have figured out that's the best place for me. So isn't that interesting that the fixed mindset actually keeps me from going with God when he does something new? Look, I just want to sort of leave you with this thought. God is a creator. He's not just the creator, although he is that, but he is a creator, meaning he will create. He is creating. He didn't just create once and then leave it. He is still creating and he's doing it in your life. He is creating space for you to become faithful to him. He is creating space for you to have victory in your life. He's creating space for you to have confidence and peace. And what he does as a creator is he moves into a new area of your life. You can just use it like a metaphor of your heart. If your heart is a house, right, and he's going through the different chambers and the different vessels and all of those things, if you know the anatomy of the human heart, it's like he moves into a new space of your life and begins to invite you into that place. But if you don't go with him, you won't grow at the rate he wants you to. So I guess my final question to you is this. Do you have a fixed mindset or a growth mentality when it comes to God? And if you do have a fixed mindset, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to undo that? How are you going to embrace the growth mentality, which also has failure attached, right? It doesn't mean everything goes right. It just means you take on a whole different perspective when it goes wrong. So that's all I've got for you today. I hope you take a moment just to pause and reflect on some of those questions. Maybe you'll be like me and have a couple pages in your journal of just thinking through what is my why? Why do I follow Jesus? Why do I pick up my cross? What is it about the Lord that's just so gosh darn tantalizing that we just can't stay away? Identifying that, getting clear, and then resetting some of those goals so that you can grow and become the best version of yourself, which, as you know, is the one that's the most like Jesus. Until next time, be blessed. So you've just listened to The Art of Being You with Rachel Wortman. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my podcast. And listen, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and rate or review this podcast on wherever you're listening from. Also, share it with a friend. Help me get the word out. Until next time, be blessed.